0: This episode of Internet Today is brought to you
1: by Honey. Oh boy, just when you thought 2020 couldn't possibly have any more surprises up its sleeve, Jake Paul and his home were raided by the FBI. Earlier on Wednesday of this week, what appeared to be dozens of federal agents being transported by numerous armored vehicles descended upon Jake Paul's Calabasas home as part of some sort of investigation looks pretty serious yeah according to multiple outlets the feds presented search warrants and were seen escorting people and firearms out of the home in the hours that followed Now, to be clear it once seems like a big totally random stroke of luck jake paul himself was not home and apparently is not even in the state of california right Mm. now according to his lawyer quote we understand that a search warrant was executed at jake's calabasas home this morning while jake was out of state we are still gathering information and will cooperate with the investigation. Bro, it's fine. The
0: FBI can't cross state lines. And it's
1: not every day, bro. The FBI isn't coming over every single day. Not, not a big deal.
0: Yeah. So what the hell's going on here? Uh, when I first heard about the guns and the raid, I was like, is, is Team 10 some sort of uh, Waco situation? Uh,
1: maybe it is. Maybe uh, it is a, <laughs> a, a cult that went wrong. I mean, yeah.
0: there's certainly that could have happened. Big if true. Uh, but it could be any number of things. I mean, Jake Paul is in general. A bad person. A poster boy for what not to do. A cautionary tale of what happens when someone terrible is rewarded with fame and fortune. Recently, Mr. Paul here has drawn the ire of his neighbors and the rest of the world by throwing massive parties at his estate where hundreds of people would gather and, of course, ignore any social distancing or mask-wearing guidelines and play with heavy machinery for fun. Yeah, they have like yeah a, Let's all, grab let's all hang on backup. to this. Yeah, it's so strange because... uh Imagine
1: first of all just getting flung off of that thing, uh, mm-hmm. or second of all, it coming down on someone or hitting someone. It's uh, listen, I'm not trying to be a party pooper.
0: I mean, it is what you'd expect a uh, someone with a child brain, given yeah. millions of dollars. Like, I'm gonna buy a, I'm gonna buy a, <laughs> an earth mover. I'm gonna dig a hole. <laughs> yeah. just go and see where it goes. I'm gonna buy uh, I'm gonna buy a dump truck. I'm gonna buy an earth mover. I'm gonna buy a backhoe. Well, to I be I get to control it. To be fair. I would totally do that if I had millions of dollars. Yeah.
1: Would I have a bunch of people pr- almost certainly under the influence of uh, alcohol, alcohol and or drugs potentially operate it while other people hang on to it? Certainly not. But yes, it is fun to dig holes,
0: Elliot. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. looked like he was willingly attempting to turn his property into a potential epicenter for a coronavirus outbreak. Yeah, And maybe he was. I guess we'll see.
1: And and yeah, people were, in fact, very pissed about his stupid parties, even the mayor of the city in which he resides. But, I mean, it's not as if Jake Paul has any empathy for his neighbor's complaints. I mean, just a few years back, he temporarily ruined the lives of an entire community by turning his street into a circus, just an outright circus, complete with rabid young fans
0: gathering at all hours. Yeah, and it's been long enough that uh, we can reveal that uh, at the time, Phil Larigo lived... uh, just doors down from, yeah, he from like Jay- the next block over. Yeah. yeah and every day he's just like, man, every time I get home, there's just shit on my driveway, a bunch of fans lined up on the street. Yeah. It sucks. It was apparently hell
1: on earth living near this person. Yeah. But listen, maybe he would understand that having a bunch of people gathering at his house with no safety measures could end up getting someone killed. Maybe not the person attending the party, but maybe someone that came in contact with that person if. Anyone at that party had potentially contracted the virus and were asymptomatic because they're young and healthy and virile. And damn it, I just want to party. I'm not going to let this Mm -hmm. pandemic get me down. Having said that, I do have to go to the grocery store every once in a while. And there was an elderly lady that I may or may not have shedded some coronavirus onto. And well,
0: I don't know if she's going to die or not. So is Jake Paul worried about that? No, he doesn't fucking care because no. after he started getting some bad press about it, uh, he did an interview with Insider where he stated that, quote, I personally am not the type of person who's going to sit around and not live my life.
1: <laughs> These are my best years, damn it."
0: <laughs> he added, no one has answers. Our leadership is failing us and everyone kind of just doesn't know what to do. He's not wrong about that, but uh, yeah. he is apparently forgetting that as sad as it is to say, yeah, he's influential in his actions, they could lead to his peers or his young fans letting their guard down or simply not trying to take this pandemic seriously because their favorite YouTuber or semi-professional boxer or whatever the fuck he is now, he's partying. Why not? why can't I? Yeah, exactly. Dad,
1: I want to party. I also love the the implication that uh, because leadership has failed, it's time to give up. We
0: gave it a shot, America.
1: But as news and information continues to trickle in regarding the FBI raid on his property, it's looking less like it has something to do with him potentially killing people by facilitating the spread of a deadly virus and more like it could have something to do with his bizarre pers- participation in the recent Black Lives Matter protests. And when we say bizarre and I guess participation, mm-hmm. we of course mean that he was essentially uninvolved with the actual peaceful protest and was instead just involved with adding chaos uh, or adding to the chaos of people who were trying to cause damage to property and loot stores and shopping districts, specifically a mall yeah. in Arizona.
0: So back in early June, Jake Paul was charged with trespassing and illegal assembly after he illegally entered a mall in Scottsdale, Arizona. In footage of the looting, Paul is seen watching as rioters break into the mall. Paul later appears in footage that appears to show him inside the mall and filming inside of it after it had closed, according to video and the press release. It was unclear if Paul took anything from the mall. So yeah. he later apologized, said he wasn't involved, and he was just there. The charges were dropped. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, early reports regarding the FBI raid on his property alluded to his involvement in this looting fiasco being one of the reasons that he was under investigation. But Who knows now? Uh, It's
1: looking more like it might have something to do with his involvement with a man named Armani Izzati, who just so happened to have his mansion raided by the FBI almost at exactly Hmm. the same time as Jake Paul's. Hmm. Now, the exact connection between Jake Paul and this guy, Armani Izzati, It's a bit murky outside of them just clearly being friends publicly, and Azadi apparently being an honorary member of Team 10. But for reference, uh, Azadi, he's the guy who officiated the completely staged wedding between Jake Paul and Tanamongu. And, of course, we all remember that that broke out into an all-out brawl. Basically, they have been, in some capacity, working together, or have at the very least some sort of business relationship with one another outside of just being friends. They yeah. allegedly have been doing business. Some people are saying that uh, he was Jake Paul's interim manager. Uh, there's it's like I said, it's murky at best, but they okay. ha- they have been friends and have been filmed together
0: and have been seen together, so there is a relationship there. Just bros being bros. Exactly. And this Izadi guy has a pretty checkered past, and he had it well before Jake Paul and other prominent digital influencers came into his life. But back in 2012, he was arrested for battery, and he pleaded guilty to attempted battery. Uh, A year later, in 2013, he was arrested on 20 counts of various crimes, including battery, kidnapping, pimping, and robbery, uh, in grand jury transcripts reviewed by the Daily Beast. Three women who said they'd worked as prostitutes for Izadi described how he recruited them at nightlife events. Uh, Izadi then allegedly began setting up appointments for them with well-paying johns around Las Vegas, with Izadi always taking a cut of the proceeds. Um, it all sounds pretty bad, but yeah. according to Izadi, quote, he didn't do anything to anyone besides throw a good party. I'm just a party guy. Just like Jake Paul. I don't see what the party big kid. deals. Hey, if Having a great time is a crime. <laughs> Guilty as charged. For life.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but in, in, a seri- in a very serious note to this, uh, the women involved said that uh, it was basically impossible to leave once they were in his grips. Yeah. That he would, uh, according to court transcripts, t- transcripts torture them, uh, waterboard them when they attempted to leave Uh Sounds like a pretty bad guy. Anyways, years later, Azadi had garnered some online fame after doing graffiti on his mansion to honor the victims of the Las Vegas massacre. Uh, The corresponding video that he made for the art project went viral online, and somehow that got him uh, all wrapped up in the the big YouTube content sphere uh, filled with young, stupid, and filthy rich influencers. Uh, Anyways, like we said, that guy, Armani Azadi, he also had his property raided by the FBI, at the same time as Jake Paul's property was being raided. So there's some sort of connection there. Hmm. But so far, there's not really any information out there about what's going on or how Jake Paul specifically is wrapped up in it. According to TMZ, it does appear to at least have something to do with that arrest in Scottsdale. Because apparently Azadi was arrested there alongside Paul. Uh, They were both there having a little, little fun with the looters. Uh, quote, the FBI tells TMZ, the FBI is investigating allegations of criminal acts surrounding the incident at Scottsdale Fashion Square in May of 2020.
0: But yeah, why would this seems like a big show of force for, uh, something that he was, the charges were already dropped off. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. He was charged. The charges were dropped. I thought this was all behind us. And although he was being a piece of shit, it doesn't look like. He did anything, like, legally wrong during that whole escapade. Mm-hmm. He, he may have encouraged doing illegal things and yeah, glorified it, but... Uh, if you dug down far enough, I'm sure there's a charge there, but I don't yeah. think it,
1: nec- like, it, it uh, brings the FBI and a bunch of armored vehicles into
0: the mix. Yeah, not not usually how it goes. Yeah. So what most likely happened is that these arrests got them on the Fed's radar. Or at least one of them. Yeah, and then the, the Fed's peeled back a layer or two on either of them and found something actually illegal to go after one or both of them for. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time this video goes up, the story might have updates, might not. So we'll let you know by pinning a comment or something if the the cause of the FBI raid is given or if something else important comes out. But at this point, it's hard to say whether or not Jake Paul is uh, on the Fed's most wanted list <laughs> because he so far hasn't even been arrested in connection with the raid. No. And uh, if they really wanted to, they, they could have certainly arrested him by now regardless of what state he's in. Because unlike my fake Jake Paul quote from earlier... They can cross state lines. Yes. They're <laughs> federal. There is certainly no
1: problem uh, them getting a hold of Jake Paul if they actually. Nice really try, FBI. To... I'm in Nevada. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> you can't touch me. Uh, no, it's, uh, it is it is weird that he wasn't uh, specifically home on this date, although he is one of those
0: Mr. Worldwides. He could be anywhere. I mean, what was he doing in Scottsdale to begin with? Uh, you know, Scottsdale's a wonderful place. I was wondering that when that whole thing went down, like, what the fuck is Jake Paul doing in Scottsdale, now, Arizona?
1: To be fair, As told to me by friends who live in Arizona, Scottsdale is the Calabasas of Arizona. It's where the young
0: rich money is. Arizona is the Calabasas of America. It's too hot. All the houses look like shit. (laughs) Uh, Nobody goes outside. Yeah, people move there either to die or to get high. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyways, there
1: is an update, though, because uh, on my way in, I had to type this into the script. uh, It might not have anything to do with anything, but looky here. An update came in right before we hit the record button. Can you believe it? According to The Sun, yes, we know, not the most reliable rag out there, but whatever. According to The Sun, YouTube star Jake Paul owed $2 million in federal taxes before the FBI raided his mansion. Oh, yeah, that would explain it. uh, It would explain an aspect of it, sure. If if this is, if you do owe the back taxes of $2 million, the FBI could uh, come down on you, but... It, it could also be nothing. It could be that, like, that they're getting this story because he, yes, he could owe two million dollars and hasn't paid it yet. But he, but that two million dollars might not be in a violation of the IRS yet, as we've all seen this year. The, the The goalposts keep moving on federal taxes, and he could have gotten an extension. It could be nothing. It could be everything. It mm-hmm. could be the entire point of all of this. We don't know. But we don't know. The story is it's just going to keep evolving over the coming days. Um, the real big. Uh, uh, signal here would be if he's actually arrested
0: by the feds yeah 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 what's he doing where is jake paul right now (laughs) where is jake paul where in the world is youtuber jake paul we're gonna find out i'm sure but uh you'll just need to stay tuned in the meantime anyways before we get into some more news that has nothing to do with jake paul oh finally let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor honey we all shop online, now more than ever. and We've all seen the promo code field. It's there. It's taunting us. But I don't got a promo code. Wait, I could be saving money on this? What am I going to do? I'm well, not, not going to check out at full price like an idiot. Well, thanks to Honey, manually yeah. searching for coupon codes. That's so yesterday. Mm-hmm. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands, even food delivery.
1: Yeah, imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons that it can find all over the internet, and uh, if there's one available, puts it right in that dialog box. If Honey finds a working coupon code, you can sit there and watch your damn prices drop. Uh, Me personally... I have a a close friend that's having a baby next month. They had their baby registry. I went on, grabbed a few items. Boom. Promo code. They don't need to know that I saved money on their baby items. Get some baby prices on those baby items. Exactly. Also, it's my brother's birthday very soon. And uh, again, I love my brother. Do I love him enough to pay full price? (laughs) I'll let you be the judge. Okay. Honey has found both of us and the rest of its over 17 million members over $2 billion
0: in savings. So if you don't already have Honey... You could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free. It installs a few seconds, and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast or show, yeah. depending on how you consume it. Yes, Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash itdaily. That's joinhoney.com slash itdaily. All right. Yeah. Now back into the news with the fact that not only has Disney decided to finally f- just forego the release <laughs> of Mulan in theaters, it's going to beam that shit directly into your home as a premium video on demand, offering it at a very, very premium price mm-hmm. of $30 on September 4th. Now, okay, before we get into whether or not the
1: this is a good idea, we'll get to that in a second. But first, we have to let you know that uh, theater chains are fucking pissed about this. Yeah. As you'll probably remember, movie theaters, they're ready to open up and start bringing in some much needed money in various parts of the world that already have relaxed restrictions uh, and even here in America apparently uh, health be damned they're ready to open and we know this because of recent announcements regarding tenants worldwide release In a lot of countries outside of the US and apparently in 80% of the US whether it's considered safe or not theaters are ready willing and legally able to swing their doors open and start showing new films and those theaters are absolutely counting on films like Tenet and Mulan to bring
0: swarms of people into their buildings. Now, after a glimmer of hope put out there by Tenet, Disney has decided to just do the opposite. Go yeah. completely the other way with Mulan. Leaving Tenet, and to a much lesser extent, The New Mutants, out there as the test cases. <laughs> to see how things go. Yeah. Uh, according to Deadline, at least one theater operator based in the UK had some not-so-kind words regarding Disney's decision to release straight to consumer, saying... It's a fuck you to (laughs) exhibitors, with uh, the head of the UK Cinema Association expressing his frustration with Disney, claiming that the announcement was a step backwards, and adding that, first and foremost, it will deprive hundreds of thousands of cinema goers of the chance to see such an impressive film in the best possible environment, the cinema theater. With cinemas across the UK now continuing to reopen and welcome back their customers, the decision by Disney yesterday to put Mulan on their Disney Plus service and not into cinemas will be seen by many. As hugely disappointing and mistimed. Uh, As for
1: what we think, um, again, we've been over this. Uh, $30 is very steep, I think. But, again, you would assume that you're buying it for the entire family. Now, having said that, is Mulan the right movie to show to the whole family? Mulan is obviously geared towards a older, not adult, but teenagers. Tween. Yeah, and uh, we all know that the tweens, the young Zoomers right now, might as well not be a pandemic for them. Yeah. They're out partying. They're going to school. Did you see the photo of fucking George's first day back at school? A nightmare. I was having anxiety
0: sitting at my desk looking at the photo. I, I was most struck by the fact that there was like two people in the photo <laughs> wearing masks. Yeah. And they're probably just being bullied. Like, yeah. Oh my God, just grabbing it and snapping their masks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, if there's anyone, you know, you, you see these like freak out videos of like, Grown-ass adults, like, coughing on each other on purpose. Like, the... It, imagine the bullying going yeah, on Yeah, ima- go- Imagine a high school right now that people are just... In the south of all places. Yeah, who is the NBA guy who just, like, intentionally, like... I can't rub- remember his rub- name, rubbing t- everything. Yeah, imagine, like, a thousand people all acting like that in one oh, confined area.
1: Imagine the fact that uh, we've all been there. A lot of students. Not a majority, but a few. Troublemakers. Don't like their teachers? Get angry? Get yelled at? Guess what you're gonna guess what you're gonna have happen? A bunch of teachers are gonna get fucking coughed on. Like yeah. these are little terrorists running around yeah. using bioweapons against their fucking teachers now. Mm-hmm. Anyways, those are the people that should be seeing Mulan, I guess. But uh, I was I was saying like if, if this was like a you know Frozen Two was delayed because of the pandemic and Frozen Two is coming out for thirty dollars, it's like yeah. You pay the $30, you mm-hmm. sit your rugrats down, and they're happy for two hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mulan is like, it's, I just see it being a bit harder to sit a bunch of teenagers down to watch this. And I think it's a bit, probably too much for a bunch of little kids. So I, it's a it's a good experiment. It'll be an yeah. experiment. We'll see. On the other hand, uh, they haven't yet, despite a, a very weird, convincing tweet that was going around about Black Widow doing the same thing, which is... There's like this parody satire account about Disney+, Plus, but they're not even doing parody oh, or yeah. satire because it just looks like actual real news. There's no mm-hmm. joke in it other yeah. than the fact that it's not happening. Mm-hmm. So people were retweeting it. It's like, yeah, Black Widow is going to come out uh, over Thanksgiving. And for that, I actually think that would be a great idea, even though it was from a parody account, because in that scenario, you're going to potentially have a bunch of families all getting together. And $30 for that seems a lot more palatable than... Because you're going to have multiple people outside of just
0: some kids watching it. Yeah. I don't care. I'm. The the fact that there hasn't been a Marvel release in like almost a year. Yeah. I think it's very refreshing. Yeah. Doing, I know. You know, the, let the virus just take its toll.
1: There's a couple things that the virus has done positive. Mm-hmm. At the beginning no of the Star pandemic. No Star Wars for like five years. Exactly. Hell yeah, Corona. And at the beginning, the Earth was able to breathe a little bit, although we ruined that after about three weeks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in a, in a much more grandiose sense, uh, it it forced people to kind of have a pause. Because yeah. uh, the world is just fucking constantly just barreling down a track. Yeah. And one way or another, you had to kind of sit back and just go, huh, nothing to do right now. But uh yeah, yeah will whatever. it come true? I, I think that something big is going to happen over Thanksgiving from the movie studios. I think there's going to be like a surprise Fast 9 release or... Black Widow or something like that, because if there's any time to capitalize on this, it's going to be Thanksgiving or Christmas. Everyone's going to be at home. They're going to want to spend some money and entertain the kids. I guess. Anyways, moving on. Take it, Elliot.
0: Here's an update on that ongoing Ellen saga that started way back at the beginning of the pandemic and has more recently hit a fever pitch as more and more allegations of cruelty and mismanagement emerge. So there's been hints over the past few days that Ellen's show, as we know it, might be over, and someone might be stepping into her place to take over her highly coveted afternoon time slot. Uh, One of the more prominent rumors floating around is that James Corden would be the one to replace her, but uh, we think that's a huge mistake, obviously, because if you think Ellen's unlikable and potentially cruel behind the (laughs) scenes, oh boy! (laughs) Wait till you find out about James Corden. Pretty yeah. much, no one has anything good to say about him. An entire country hates him. Yeah, he basically he developed such a like negative reputation in Britain that like the only way the only way for his career to continue would be to cross the Atlantic and come over to America. Where it's like mm-hmm. he's British, he's fat, it's funny. Yeah, and like we all love him, don't we, folks? Yeah, for years, like anytime he comes up, British people online are like, I still don't understand why you people like this guy. And it's the he's same a fucking monster.
1: His, his actual like comedy that he does or is at least forced to do in programs it's the same as ellen where it's like beating down it's like punching down or making fun of things or making people feel bad or awkward mm-hmm. like he i can't remember which coffee company it is but he has a coffee commercial where he's just nagging the entire time it's it's strange but anyways the uk fucking hates him yeah they not a kind word to say about this man at all mm. and they were very happy to finally be rid of him it's america's problem now there you yeah. go and he's also known for apparently just showing up at Writers Guild meetings uh, to take over the floor and demand lower pay for new writers. Oh, I
0: forgot about that. Yeah,
1: he's like, I, how am I going to hire like new writers if uh, you guys keep you know making them their wage livable? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all in all, James Corden probably a terrible choice. So that's most likely the choice that the producers will make because only the worst ideas seem to ever come true. But what if we told you there was a far more inspired idea floating around out there? A pitch for a host that would actually stand out among the rest of the boring, tame, seemingly wholesome and safe mid-afternoon talk show hosts out there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the internet is on the case. And if uh, we all get our way, the new host of The Ellen Show would be, and could be, Eric
0: Andre. I'm listening. You have my attention. And I've been very much enjoying his horrific photoshops that he's been tweeting out.
1: Yeah, it's great. If he he
0: shaves his head down or cuts it very short and bleaches it, on board. So a petition started by a user named Ranch Posting Fan Squad (laughs) (laughs) has been making the rounds Uh, and has been fully supported by Eric Andre himself. mm -hmm. And it demands that NBC make Eric Ellen. (laughs) Saying with the recent scandals plaguing Ellen DeGeneres, We, the people of the world, hereby nominate and elect Eric Andre to become the new permanent host of The Ellen Show. Fans have been lining up outside of NBC Studios, Adult Swim, the White House, and for some reason, my house too. All chanting, get Eric Andre to replace Ellen. Keep show format the same. Also, don't change the name. (laughs) So
1: this would just be The Ellen Show with Eric Andre.
0: These fans keep me up at night. Please, for the love of God, sign the petition and make Eric Ellen. I need sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so far, the petition has around 70,000 signatures at the time that we taped. Uh, we'll leave a link in the description below, so you can add your name to the list, and hopefully we can get this thing up to 100,000 signatures and on Trump's desk so he can <laughs> use his executive powers to make Eric Ellen once and for all. Yeah. Finally, using his uh, executive orders
1: for good, mm. Eric Andre Likes to get naked a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anything that people would ever bring up about him is already out there in the open. Came into the Oval Office, pulled his dick out. Yeah, I was... Listen, I respect it. If he can appear in a fucking Disney movie, yeah. he can take over an afternoon slot on NBC.
0: Eric Andre is uh, he's a lunatic, but yeah. he's really good at, like, you know, turning it down when he needs to. That's part of his success. He's been in a lot of, like, normy roles, yeah. which is weird watching him do anything normal when yeah. you, if you've watched, like... His, the Eric Andre show. <laughs> the Eric Andre show. <laughs> yeah. Or like any of his like older comedy stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think
1: he would be a great Ellen host. The the funniest thing would be the people that have already requested tickets watch walking into the studio that is now set to a temperature of 110 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> you, you remember how it, like, it was told that uh he would on purpose make the guests uncomfortable by turning the heat on and put positioning <laughs> yeah. the chair right over the heater? <laughs> This is some fucking great shit. Fantastic. Good. Rewatch the Eric Andre show. It's so good. The episodes are like 10 minutes long. Yeah, get through No, very time. consumable. Uh, anyways, in more good news, for me at least, and a few <laughs> dozen others out there, it looks like, baby, the XFL has been saved. Again? And by none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who was able to buy an entire professional sports league for what amounts to pennies on the dollar. After two unsuccessful attempts by the XFL's former boss and The Rock's former boss, which is awesome. He bought the league from his old boss. Huge fucking power move. Uh, Two unsuccessful attempts by Vince McMahon to make this whole thing a success. Now, to be fair, the second attempt at the XFL wasn't really fair because the coronavirus pandemic shut the league down and put it into early bankruptcy. Just a, a very... A few very short weeks Mm -hmm. after it launched. And what a time it was to be alive. Yeah. I loved it. Elliot went to a game. He had a blast. It was fine. Yeah. Sort of zoned out uh, after the first quarter. Well, uh... you were drunk. You didn't zone out. You were drunk. Well, nothing really happened. Didn't you hug the mascot? No, that was Rob. Okay. All right. Anyways. He assaulted that mascot. (laughs) Either way, we'd much rather have the Rock as owner than Vince McMahon. It's only up from here, guys. And if the league really has the opportunity to finally succeed, it might actually happen under Dwayne The Rock Johnson's leadership.
0: Yeah. Uh from ESPN, quote, a group including actor and former WWE star Dwayne Johnson has agreed to purchase the XFL for about fifteen million dollars. <laughs> according to a news release <laughs> issued Monday morning.
1: That's enough. I know. Especially for The Rock. He gets paid like a hundred mil per picture. Yeah, he was like, oh shit, I could buy the XFL for fifteen Sure, I'll just go yeah, change the I out guess of my I knowledge. own a sports league now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Cool. The, the, uh, continues, the XFL declared Chapter 11 bankruptcy April 13th and has been seeking a buyer for the past three months, marketing itself as a made-for-TV product that could transition as early as 2021 to a bubble concept during the coronavirus pandemic. Now, for his
1: part, Dwayne Johnson had this to say about the acquisition. The acquisition of the XFL with my talented partners, Danny Garcia and Jerry Cardinale, is an investment for me that's rooted deeply in two things. My passion for the game and my desire to always take care of the fans. With pride and gratitude for all that I've built with my own two hands, I plan to apply these calluses to the XFL and look forward to creating something special for the players, fans, and everyone involved for the love of football. And here's the thing. That's great. The uh, Rock... This can, can work. The, people love The Rock. Yeah. People hate Vince all McMahon. He has,
0: all The Rock has to do is get in front of the camera and be like, hey, me, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, we're I all, bought a football league. Come on down. We're all watching the yeah. XFL this
1: weekend. No, get <laughs> in, boys. Uh, realistically... Uh, I, there's no confirmation to this. I'm just digging into my own uh, personal ideas of what could happen here. The Rock is very integrated with Universal, yeah. which owns NBC or their partners or whatever. Uh, he's Make, made uh, them billions of dollars. If he just walked in and was like, hey, NBC, you know the, the channel that you have, NBC Sports? You know the broadcast network, NBC, that doesn't have anything to show to, when it's not football season during the day? What if, now hold on, what if, you guys showed my sports league. Yeah. And I showed up on camera to talk about it every week and introduce the teams. Would you be into that? Yes, Mr. Rock, you've made us billions of dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean, this it's a quick flip. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, someone, on, someone on Twitter, uh, they did the math and they're like, if you divide that $13 million by the number of teams, each XFL team is worth uh, approximately the same or maybe even less than buying a, like, single McDonald's franchise.
1: Yeah, or a player in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It's great. Yeah, uh, it's wild. I love it, and I'm so excited like, for the XFL it's, to be back. It's going to be very difficult for him to not turn a profit on this absolute well, steal of a deal. So he
1: also, th- th- him and his investment partners, uh, there is some debt associated with it, but okay. I think the debt maxed out at, like, $40 million. Either way, this is a no-brainer for The Rock. It's great. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I think it's fucking awesome. And I'm, I'm just very happy. I'm both happy and sad that my merchandise that I purchased at the game, it's no longer a collector's item, but I can continue (laughs) wearing it with pride. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, that's it for today's episode. Unless they
0: name all the teams, they rename all the teams after like Dwayne Johnson movies. No, no, no. They, the Florida
1: Fast, the, uh,
0: the, yeah,
1: the Charlton Hobbs. Yeah. uh, uh. (laughs) Uh, he bought the, na- the all the rights to all the teams yeah. and the merchandise and the equipment and it's already branded and everything plus there's no way St. Louis is letting go of the Battlehawks Call, mm-hmm. uh anyways that's it for today's show uh, if we have Jake Paul updates we'll pin a comment or something but you're probably going to know more than us by the time this video goes up thanks to all the new members uh, thanks to all the Patreon supporters and thanks to our uh, sponsors for keeping us going uh, check out the most recent episode of Weekly Weird News right over here uh, new episode of News Dump watch both of those Check them both out. Why not? Mm -hmm. Just do it. And we'll see you guys soon. All right, Eric, turn the heater off. We're done. (laughs) Thanks.